Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. And it's a great place to listen and learn. And so many people consider Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I hope you will too. As always, if you have a question, you can visit online at SeniorCareLive, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com, or call 1-800-331-6445. All right, we have an excellent program for you here today. would like to welcome back my friend and special guest, Mr. David Wiley. He's the president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And we have another guest in studio today, Sherry Ainsworth, a Kansas City Hospice Foundation board member and a KCH Solace House ambassador. And David and Sherry, welcome to Senior Care Live. It's good to be here today. Thank you. It's good to be here. All right. So, David, some of us may be familiar with National Nurses Week, and this is something that's very near and dear to my heart because uh, you may remember my wife is an RN. So, Absolutely. <laughs> so every year I get her a card and, you know, the whole thing. So, uh, she but, deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But uh, I understand that this is now recognized as National Nurses Month. It's a great idea. Uh, so can you start out by just telling us about the significance of this celebration? I'd love to, Steve. Uh, National Nurses Week is observed each year starting on May 6th and ending on May 12th, which is the birthday of Florence Nightingale, who was a trailblazing figure in nursing, and she greatly influenced 19th and 20th century policies around proper medical care. Many may be interested to know that Nightingale not only helped to professionalize nursing roles for women, but she established the first secular nursing school in the world and was a pioneer in statistics. Her mission to bring expert health care into people's homes continues today with home health care and hospice programs such as those that we carry out at Kansas City Hospice. In May of 2020, recognizing the heroic work of nurses during the pandemic, this week-long celebration was expanded to the entire month of May, and this celebration continues today. You know, it's a chance to highlight the dedication of nurses across the variety of settings in which they work. 
Nursing is the largest healthcare profession in the United States with more than 4.3 million registered nurses nationwide. I did not realize that. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, that is. That is. Of course, we all know they work in hospitals, but health clinics, long-term care facilities, and in the case of Kansas City Hospice, frankly, wherever people call home. They provide home care and hospice and many specialized services such as pediatrics, neuroscience, public health, and mental health. This is promoted by the American Nurses Association. National Nurses Week encourages organizations across the country to celebrate and recognize the outstanding contribution of nurses that they make every day to healthcare. All right, no doubt about that. And I don't think there's anyone who can say that they haven't been touched by the work of a nurse and their contributions really do stretch across every single area of healthcare. Uh, is there more that you can share about the history of National Nurses Month? You know, it's, I think it's pretty interesting that um, the proposals to recognize nurses uh, dated all the way back to 1953 but were, really weren't successful until 1974 when President Nixon issued a proclamation to recognize a National Nurses Week. Then in 82, Congress and President Reagan designated May 6th to be the national recognition for um, the day for nurses, which formally recognizes the celebration. <clears throat> the American Nurses Association promoted the effort and later in 1990 expanded the event to a week-long celebration known as National Nurses Week. And then, like I mentioned before, this concludes on May 12th, which is the birthday of Florence Nightingale and what has been celebrated by the International Council of Nurses on International Nurses Day since 1965. So each year, the American Nurse Association, or the ANA, selects a theme celebrating the many aspects of nursing. And this year's theme is Nurses Make a Difference to honor the varying roles of nurses and their positive impact on our lives. Recognizing the toll pan the pandemic has taken on nurses' mental health, the ANA is using Nurses Month to talk about the importance of mental health for nurses and is sharing resources for self-care and personal wellness. This information and resources can be found at nursesmonth.org. You know, that's, that's really, that's a great idea. Uh, the profession of nursing is, uh, it can be pretty high stress. And so uh, that, that's super important, I think. Absolutely. You can uh, see it. I think we witnessed it, you know, daily, frankly, on the TV during the pandemic, yeah. and uh, we've been able to watch that firsthand. All right. And as you said, David, the impact of nursing to healthcare became even more apparent over this past year. So can you talk to us a, a little bit about the role nurses play in end-of-life care? Absolutely. First, I think it's important to understand that nurses are highly educated and skilled, but also multifaceted in their training and their experience. The rigor of nursing education contributes to a professional knowledge of physical, mental, and emotional components of health and skills in critical thinking and problem solving. Hospice and home care patients absolutely value the expertise that nurses can provide, as well as the nurse's ability to help them understand and navigate a complex medical system. For these reasons, nurses fill a critical case manager role at Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care working closely with our team of physicians and other professionals to focus on the full spectrum of needs that the patients face when coping with a serious illness and end of life. Nurse case managers oversee the direction, the coordination, and all the support a patient's needs across all disciplines and services, including the services provided to the family members. 
They work closely with hospice team to decide what care and what resources are needed, develop a plan of care, and inform decisions about adjusting their care over time. Nurse case managers also determine what types of counseling, education, and care that family members need before, during, and after the patient's death. Wow, that that is tremendous. That that's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. And in addition to case managers, are there other roles nurses fill uh, within that hospice uh, layer of care? You know, Steve, there are so many, and um, I'm so proud of our nurses. The you know when we talk about uh, case managers, so that would be home care nurses. Of course, we have nurses in the hospice house. We have nurse educators. We have advanced practice nurses. We also have nurses in our intake and information department, so when people call, we can answer questions. And of course, there's nurse managers, supervisors, and nurse directors. We have a, uh, another important role in our company, which is a quality nurse that helps oversee things. We also um, have admission nurses. Those are often the first live person that a family comes into contact with when they're coming on to hospice. They guide patients and families through the hospice initial assessment and the admissions process, and they play a key role in educating families about the end-of-life care. Our after-hours visit nurses can supplement the care provided by a nurse case manager that visits during the day. We have triaged nurses that are available 24-7 to receive calls um, in case of an emergency or can give education and advisement to a family member. This can happen on the phone or actually in telehealth. And one of the things that we're doing right now is our triage nurse can be with you live via telehealth mm. while a separate nurse is on the way and can um, and stays on that phone or on the telehealth until that nurse arrives. So, you know, that's part of the, I think, advancement of, of the pandemic, you know, forcing us to do things differently. And this is a, a terrific outcome. That's that's one of those benefits that we all uh, that we all recognize now, I think. One, 100 percent people yep. are used to it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm very proud. We have more than 180 nurses that we employ, and that's just about 50 percent of our staff. 180. When you were going through all that, you're talking about all these different nurses and different roles. That's a tremendous amount of nursing support throughout the Kansas City Hospice organization. 100%. And it's um, important to in order to provide a high quality care. So... Excellent. All right. And and I know you do that for sure. So uh, in an impressive 20-year streak and counting, Americans have rated nurses as the number one most ethical and honest profession. And that's according to the most recent Gallup poll. Uh, why do you think that is, David? You know, I think nurses provide unmatched expertise when it comes to health care that they provide. You know, but what really makes a, a nurse unique is in any role, but clear, clearly in hospice, is their ability to build trusting relationships with patients and families. All of our caregivers become an intimate support to families at a significant time in their lives. But I hear over and over again from families who particularly felt that the support they received was very comforting from their nurses. The compassion and kindness that they show is really unmatched. And while the number one national ranking of nurses at the most ethical and honest profession is impressive, I think what's equally impressive are thousands of families right here in Kansas City Hospice who note their great satisfaction with the care that they receive from us. It's care that we um, really greatly depend upon, and I think it's always uh, impressive, and we're very grateful. Excellent, excellent. And just to... It, it, 
all these things that you're saying are just triggering all these thoughts. Uh, I, I once knew a, a nurse, she worked in the hospital, and then she went to a, a home a home health care mm-hmm. setting, and she said, I wasn't expecting that. I thought this would be easier, but when you get out into that patient's home, you have to think for yourself. You don't have this big system of support behind you. I mean, you, it's available, but I mean, you're you're on an island out there, and you have to you have to really know what you're doing in yeah. the home setting. 100% critical thinking skills is... Uh, it's so important, plus all of the expertise that they that they garner along the way in their education. All right. We're going to have more coming up next. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. Which of these roles do nurse case managers fulfill in end-of-life care? A, navigate the health care system. B, develop a plan of care. C, coordinate with your physician and others on your care team. D, evaluate needed resources for family members, or E, all of the above. The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device. It's SeniorCareLive.com. You could also download the app Odyssey, and that's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download the app. You can find the program right there. Stream it to your phone, your tablet, whatever you have. Really is that simple. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. The change in national interest rates has an impact on selling your house as is and for cash. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... True. The answer is true. And Ben, why is that statement true? The, the change in interest rates is going to have, uh, I think, quite an impact uh, because the, the Federal Reserve has only made one or two uh, ticks up in the last 30 to 60 days, if I'm correct. I apologize. I don't have my exact stats in front of yeah, me. that's okay. But uh, one thing that I've read in the past couple of years, two to three years, in general, house prices have gone up about 50%, at least in a lot of areas. And when you couple that with long-term interest rates on a typical 30-year mortgage have gone from below 3% uh, just several months ago to now 5, 5.5%. To some calculations, that's about halved the buying power Hmm. of of a lot of home buyers. And like I mentioned, uh, I mean, the interest rates have been historically low, so that hasn't impacted all of them. But um, the the home buying power has been reduced a lot in the last couple of years, especially with the the current or the recent interest rate uh, bumps. And that's before the Federal Reserve's really signaled that they're going to do more interest rate hikes this year alone. And I I think a lot of people think they're going to have to in order to get inflation under control. And 
my own personal opinion, at some point that's going to affect home prices, uh, no matter where you it has, are. It has to. It has to. Yeah. I think there's some psychology to this as well. How long have we been used to dirt cheap money? Three, four percent. That was normal for a long, long, long time. And now all of a sudden, five percent. Oh, oh my gosh. Right. Well, if you look at it historically, five, five and a half, six percent, that's not a terrible deal. I remember when my parents and my grandparents had 13 percent mortgages. Okay. Now, now that's on the opposite end of the extremes here. That was back in the uh, what the 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 Jimmy Carter recession days, seventies or early eighties, right? late late seventies, early eighties, right in there, uh, right. But and I think we're headed there again, unfortunately. But uh, but the bottom line is, I think that psychology of oh no, it's too expensive. I, I can't afford it. Well, it's not. We we were very spoiled with these three and four percent interest rates and they're i think they're gone and i think they're probably gone for a long time Uh, but still five or six not horrible not horrible i don't think if if they would stay at five or five and a half i would tend to agree with you yeah but uh listening and reading what some of the economists are saying that the federal reserve is going to have to do with interest rates in order to get inflation under control i i think the general consensus is they're going to be going above the five five and a half percent rate and yeah and only, nobody knows what that is but at some point that's going to have a, an effect on home prices uh, because if buyers can only afford a certain dollar amount per month monthly payment that's what a lot of people buy homes at is yep. not necessarily what the price of the home is it's what can i afford monthly yeah what what is their cash flow going to support yeah mm-hmm. so that, that makes sense that's that's going to i think affect people especially when you take into account the like like you mentioned the price of gas the price of food everything else a person only has so much money on a monthly basis to spend and that's going to affect a lot of people i would think at some point all right speaking today with mr ben Sochek, owner operator of home downsizing solutions you can reach out to ben at 402-450-0199 or online at home downsizing solutions Com. And if you're thinking about selling your house and downsizing, maybe you're moving to assisted living or long-term care or memory care, uh, maybe you have the responsibility uh, uh, for an aging parent and they've been aging in place, but now it's time to make that move. And you're like, what are we going to do with mom's house? Oh my goodness. It needs some repair. It definitely needs some updates. Uh, you know, we have all kinds of stuff in the house. We don't know what we're going to do. Your head is swimming. You don't want to deal with the traditional uh, real estate uh, market and people coming in and out of the house and having to make forty or fifty thousand dollars of upgrades and repairs and everything else just to get the market the house market ready if you want to just walk away for a fair and reasonable price and make this whole transaction very simple that's where ben socek comes in is that correct ben that's correct uh, that's uh, if, a, if a person just wants to get a parent or loved one to a safer environment or if a person just uh, themselves have been living in the house for a long time and decides you know i'm, I'm just ready to uh, get a smaller home that somebody or an apartment that somebody else takes care of the repairs and maintenance and and i want to do some traveling and enjoy uh my retirement instead of uh having to do all those projects around the house then <laughs> yeah. then we can certainly help you out with all of those 
402-450-0199 or homedownsizingsolutions.com. And uh, Ben, we were visiting before the program today a little bit about you're considering a, a name change and just something that might be uh, maybe a little more descriptive or, or maybe a little more exact uh, regarding your services. Uh, so Home Downsizing Solutions, I, I think it's a good name, but uh, you've asked if the audience uh, has some, some ideas on some name changes, you're certainly uh, open to considering that. C- correct, uh, Steve. I wanted <laughs> to to put this out to the audience. I'm I'm not uh, set on a name change, but I have had a couple people mention that home downsizing solutions kind of gives the idea of uh, moving services and some of the other services that are needed uh, when a person is downsizing, and uh, we can certainly. We certainly provide concierge services to introduce a person to movers and services such as your own, Steve, in, in finding a place to get to. But thought if uh, any any listeners had a great idea on a more uh, exact or precise name that might give uh, give the the listener a a better impression of the fact that we buy houses to make that transition very stress and hassle free. Uh, I'm willing to pay a hundred dollars if we use it. If we use it, okay. Hey, I'm I'm going to work hard on that. One. I want to earn me a hundred bucks. So <laughs> I thought of one earlier, and it's already taken. So <laughs> it, it could fill your gas tank up one time. Yeah. <laughs> a tank of gas for anyone who comes up with a great idea. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, Ben, uh, it's just been great to visit with you here today. And uh, any parting thoughts? I thank you for having me on again, Steve, and hopefully the the listeners have, have learned something or if they're considering selling a house and moving uh, in the near future, it's something to think about as far as what things are going to be like uh, 12, 24 months from now and so that a person doesn't get caught in the same uh, housing downtrend that people did in 2008 and 2009 that we talked to back then. Mm, that's a very, very good point. Uh, so timing is everything, right? Yes, it is. All right. Mr. Ben Socek with Home Downsizing Solutions, 402-450-0199. And Ben, thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And if anybody would like a free copy of my book, Home Downsizing Secrets, just give me a call. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Thank you very much. And we'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. Don't forget to check out the podcast of all the recent episodes at SeniorCareLive.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I just want to say thanks again to Ben Socek with Home Downsizing Solutions. Uh, Ben is one of the nicest people I've ever met. He is one of the straightest arrows you will ever meet. 
Uh, there, I mean, he, he was just so straightforward. He is a veteran. Ben, thank you for your service. Uh, this uh, this individual is as honest as it gets. If he cannot help you or thinks there is another solution that's a better fit for you, he will tell you. He's not out just trying to make a sale. Uh, if uh, you, you know, if your house is a good fit for him and your, his service is a good fit for you, he will tell you that as well, and he will make you a fair offer. He'll buy your home as is, and you can walk away. Uh, and and if if it needs a clean out, if it needs repairs and updates, if you need help moving, uh, uh, he'll he'll set you up with all the different referrals. But the bottom line is, Home Downsizing Solutions and Ben Socheck they will buy your house as is for cash, and you can walk away. You can have your cash in hand fairly quickly, uh, as soon as twenty four hours, which is unheard of. But as quick as that title company can turn around uh, their work, uh, you're going to have money that just appears in your bank. And then if you need to stay in the house uh, for a little bit, maybe 30, 60 days while you're waiting on your next home to become available, whether that's maybe you're just downsizing to a smaller house or you're moving into an apartment or independent living, assisted living, memory care or long-term care, he will work with you on that so you don't have to try to figure out the timing and you have cash in hand it doesn't get any better than that and he also right at the very end he mentioned that uh he just wrote a new book it's an update of a previous book that he has uh that he had out and this one's just updated it is i've i've looked at it's it's an incredible book home downsizing secrets and it is loaded with great information great advice home downsizing secrets you can go out and buy the thing on your own or if you want to reach out to ben he'll offer our listening audience a complimentary copy 402-450-0199 or you could also go out to the website home downsizing secrets Dot com and request your book that way and he'll drop it in the mail to you uh, so this isn't a download this is an actual book and if you're like me i'm kind of old school on that i mean i, I read lots of stuff online but i kind of like to have a book in my hand too that's pretty nice it's a nice uh, 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 softback book and a paperback book and it's uh, home downsizing secrets.com or call 402-450-0199 to get your copy all right, so was visiting with a client about this this past week, and I have I've reviewed this many, many, many times, and I thought, you know what, that would be great. Uh, this is something. This is one of these areas that's a little bit, a little bit confusing. I, I think very difficult to to maneuver out in the marketplace. Trying to determine whether your loved one needs assisted living that assisted living level of care, or whether they need long-term care. And maybe they're somewhere in the middle. Maybe they could actually qualify for both. They could move into assisted living, or they could move into long-term care. What should you do? What if they do qualify for both? They, I mean, they're, they're kind of in that middle space. Well, there are some other factors that could come into play. So this particular family that I was working with uh, previously, uh, this was for their aunt, and uh, she has dementia, and it's, it's moving along pretty quickly. 
So we're definitely going to need memory care. We're going to need the provider to provide general care as well as have a memory care neighborhood or a part of the building that is secured and dedicated to caring for residents or individuals with cognitive issues, cognitive impairment. So again, which way are we going to lean here? Assisted living or long-term care? Well, then there's another factor that you have to look at. And by the way, with Senior Care Consulting, we go through all of this with all of our clients. We have a thorough, thorough overview and discussion to make sure that we are all on the same page and that we're all uh, doing our very best and that we're all going to get this right on behalf of the individual that we are all working for and trying uh, trying to do our best to honor them and make good decisions here. So that other factor is it, it comes down to money, right? So how can, can we pay for for lifetime private pay out of our own resources, our own our own assets? So our income coming in every month plus uh, some sort of assets, uh, you know, whether that is you know equity in your house or investments, uh, savings, et cetera, et cetera. So can you uh, c- between the two, how long can you pay for your care? So uh, this uh, person has some assets, but we're not sure if she has enough assets to pay privately for life. We're not sure about that. Uh, It is very possible that this person could outlive her assets. So in that case, the question is, does that push us towards assisted living or does that push us towards long-term care? Because of the financial side of things is, we need that safety net, that safety net of Medicaid. And Medicaid says that if you should outlive your assets and you continue to need long-term care, the Medicaid program will help pay for the bulk of that cost on a, on a monthly basis for life. But you have to qualify for that. So we had a good, good long discussion about that. And this lady could actually qualify for both. She uh, She's, she's kind of in that in-between zone could definitely live in assisted living could definitely move to long-term care so then we we broke it down even further so if she moves to assisted living we figure that she has enough income and funds to live there about three years now uh, she is getting uh, getting up in age uh, she does have dementia, but uh, physically, uh, she's still doing pretty well, and she has longevity in her family. So there's a good possibility that even at her current age, she could definitely live longer than three years. So so the question is, if we move to assisted living, we need to understand that the vast majority of assisted living communities are private pay only. The vast majority of assisted living communities in our in our area here, uh, they do not accept Medicaid or they just don't work with with the Medicaid program. It is just uh, and it's too complicated to break down here today. Maybe I'll talk about Medicaid and assisted living in, in an upcoming program. Not today, but uh, but trust me, it's a, it's, a, it's a mess for these providers to have to work with. Uh, Medicaid generally does not provide enough 
to cover the costs. And uh, it's a backroom billing nightmare, frankly, uh, administrative nightmare on their part. Then they usually have to depend on the family to kick in some money. And it just it's just such a mess that the vast majority of assisted living communities in our area said, you know what, we're not going to mess with that. We're not going to mess. We're, we're just not going to deal with it anymore. We're private pay only. And if someone outlives their assets, then they're going to have to leave here and move to long-term care. Where the vast majority of long-term care communities are Medicaid certified. Okay. Now, there are a few exceptions. There are uh, a, a small handful, a small number of uh, assisted living communities, and they are Medicaid certified. But they, they have some hurdles. They have some special some special rules may have to pay 12 or 24 months privately before they'll work with the Medicaid program. And there's some other catches. Usually the family does have to contribute money on a monthly basis. Uh, is the family able, able to do that or not? I mean, it, it gets kind of complicated, but uh, so I, you know, I, I've had a lot of people look at it this way. They say, you know what? While we know that mom's dementia, her window is closing. Okay, she has this window within her life, and it's slowly but surely closing. So while she's aware, we want her in the best place, the prettiest place. We want her treated like a queen and busy, quality of life, uh, doing you know meaningful activities and living in a beautiful place and all of that stuff. And when those things no longer benefit her, and she's not really aware of where she is, we'll, we're willing to move her one more time. Or let's let's get the best assisted living community, and when she's getting close to outliving her assets, we're willing to move her one more time because we want to maximize quality of life today in a pretty place with her own apartment. Okay, that's fine. Uh, some people say, I don't want to move twice. I want to go straight to long-term care so that she can age in place and literally never have to move out of the room that she's in because once uh, she's down to the Medicaid triggers, and I'll be talking about that shortly, but once she qualifies, then Medicaid steps in and pays for the majority of the cost, and she'll literally never have to move. And and, and we're, that's better for us. Some people say, I want to move to an assisted living community, and when we need to move, whether that's for a higher level of care or for financial reasons, then we'll just transition to the long-term care portion of the community, right? That's another option. So uh, these are some of the things, these, some of the things and many more that we discuss with you at Senior Care Consulting, and we can definitely help you and your loved ones through that search and selection process at 913-945-2800. And coming up next, I'll discuss Medicaid and some of those trigger points. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right. So the family I recently worked with, we thoroughly discussed assisted living and long-term care. Uh, one standalone or another standalone or maybe assisted living that is connected to long-term care. 
And they ultimately chose to move to long-term care that has memory care available and a place that is Medicaid certified. That is, that's their choice, and she definitely qualifies for that. They did not want to be so disruptive and move her one more time, especially with her dementia progressing as it was. And guess what? There, there is no wrong answer. Okay, they're just differing opinions. And this was their opinion. They know their aunt best. And so that is, in their opinion, that would be the best move for her. Uh, I, like I said, I, I worked with uh, a gentleman and, and he said, Steve, mom's window is closing. And, and while she's aware, right, and all of, you know, I talked about that last segment. And so we moved her to a very pretty assisted living community. And 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 she was and he was able to check all the boxes. It worked out beautifully. And then a couple of years later, he was willing to move her one more time to long term care. And that and that guess what? Both of these situations work. Just depends on the person and what you think is best for them. Again, if you need help trying to figure all of this out, and they need help determining exactly what you need and then finding the right place and the best fit available in the market, I'd invite you to reach out for a free consultation with Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800. We can definitely walk you through all of this. Uh, this, this The family that I worked with this last week in particular, super, super busy. So they appreciated that. They said, all right, here, now it's on your plate and it's off of my plate, <laughs> right? Because they have they have kids and, and rescue dogs and jobs and they have all kinds of things going on and they didn't have uh, real, uh, really a, a lot of time to try to figure this out on their own and they appreciated having some uh, professional and experienced uh, advisor on their side to help walk them through this uh, really frankly one of the biggest decisions that any of us could ever make. So again, I'd like to invite you to give Senior Care Consulting, a call, reach out, request your free consultation, 913-945-2800. All right, so a brief review about what is Medicaid. Medicaid is a federal program. Okay, so you have a federal umbrella of money. But here's one of the catches. It is administered at the state level. So each state is going to treat this just a little bit differently, and they do. Although there are tons of similarities, some of these differences could make a huge, huge impact, positively or negatively, depending on your situation. So, for example, uh, Missouri has some slight differences from Kansas, and and they're just uh, they're they're very very similar, but there are some differences. So, I've worked with lots of families living in Missouri that ended up choosing a long term care community in Kansas. Because even though they live in Missouri and they own property in Missouri, maybe lifelong Missouri residents, if their loved one moves to Kansas, then the Kansas rules apply. And the Kansas rules uh, offered a major financial benefit to that Missouri resident. And therefore, they said, you know, I had one lady say, I'm no spring chicken, but Steve, if I could protect $250,000, which is my 401k that I've worked a very long time at Sprint to develop, <laughs> she, she said, I'd, I'd rather not lose that or lose half of it. I'd rather keep all of it. And all, I'm willing to drive to Kansas to see my husband, and I'll be there very frequently. I, I, I'm willing to drive for $250,000, and that it made a huge difference for her and a lot of other people. So, And sometimes, frankly, it doesn't make any difference. Okay, so it just depends. 
but you've got these state differences and what is uh, Medicaid? So for the purpose of this example, we'll talk about Medicaid paying for your stay in long-term care. Because as I had mentioned previously, they just don't pay enough for assisted living. So very few assisted living communities will actually work with the Medicaid program. So so we'll talk about long-term care here. So what they do is uh, for a single person, we'll look at exempt assets and countable assets. So what you can take off the table right now is your house. So, well, Steve, they said that we have to sign over our house to the nursing home before we can move in. Okay, and you can't believe how many times I've heard that from families in in our community. I'm like, okay, this person has very thoroughly demonstrated that they have no clue what they're talking about. (laughs) Okay, because trust me, the nursing home does not want your mom's house. (laughs) They don't. They you do not sign your house over to the nursing home. Period. End of discussion. Doesn't happen. All right, so I don't know where people get this stuff, uh, but but if you've been told that, that is 100% incorrect. And in fact, let me just go to the opposite extreme here. That house does not have to be sold to qualify for Medicaid. Hang on to it. Okay, so your house is exempt for now. There is a little bit of a catch to that. At some point, you will have to sell it. You don't have to sell it immediately. Right, You can hold on to one vehicle that is an exempt asset. You can have a prepaid funeral uh, account or expense, prepaid funeral plan. And that is an excellent way uh, to take some of your cash and turn it into an exempt asset because your cash is countable, by the way. So take care of your final expenses while you still have some cash to do so. And if you buy, the, if you buy a prepaid funeral plan and have your arrangements all taken care of, uh, then you've, you've protected some of that asset. And by the way, you've done your family a huge favor by taking care of these final expenses. You can have a small amount of life insurance, of cash value in your life insurance, up to $1,500, and then all the stuff in your house. Okay, that's all exempt. What is countable is almost everything else. So here's the general, here's the general gist of this. Think liquid assets. Checking, savings, money market, mutual fund, CDs, 401ks, IRAs, all all the stuff, okay? Stocks, bonds, etc. So just think, think liquid assets. Those are countable. What do you mean by countable, Steve? Well, let me tell you. Let's say you add all of those dollars up. And let's say it adds up to $50,000. It could add up to $20,000 or $200,000. Whatever the number is, I'm just using $50,000 as just a a number for an example. So we have $50,000 of countable assets. And then now we enter the spend down. So if you hear the term spend down, this is what we're talking about. So you've separated your exempt assets. You have your countable assets. We're going to spend those down Two, and these are the trigger points, $5,000 in Missouri, $2,000 in the state of Kansas. That's what you can keep. Okay, so in this example, you're going to have to spend down $45,000 or $48,000. What can you spend that on? Well, uh, believe it or not, you can actually upgrade your vehicle. You can make home repairs. Believe it or not, you can do that. Obviously, you're going to pay for your care. 
in the long-term care community. So you're going to contribute to your own care, uh, and and that's fine. You can buy yourself uh, a wheelchair, a new TV, hearing aids. You what? You have to spend it on you, okay? And then once that money is down to five thousand in Missouri or two thousand in Kansas, then you do qualify for medicaid and that is my basic overview of medicaid today sometime soon i'll get an elder law attorney in here we'll we'll uh we'll we'll really unpack medicaid and get a lot more detail uh to you there but until then that'll have to suffice how about that (laughs) all right i really enjoyed that program today i'm your host steve keeker and i wish you grace and peace May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.